How'd you go in there for a minute? I think we had to do that twice. All right. I know, I know. I'm reading the chat. I see you guys. You're all like, this is so nasty. Why are you doing this already? It's episode two. Because I told you, we're going to be talking about things outside of sports. So I am transitioning you and getting you ready for that. So the way we're going to do the show, I told you every single week, we're going to have a top 10. That's going to be the main thing. We're going to add in. We're going to add in some certain pieces. I'm going to bring on some guests who are going to give us like the top 10 fantasy waiver wire picks. That's going to be something that comes in. When basketball fantasy starts, we're going to bring in we're going to bring in top 10 of those. We're going to bring in I told you some guests to talk about their favorite things, their favorite top 10s. That's what this show is about. And yes, it's going to get nasty. And this week is no exception because we're going to do the top 10 convicted athletes. And if you think that is bad, we're going to do the top 10 accused athletes. And then we're going to invite you up and let you speak your speak your mind. Tell me your top 10s. Tell me the things you liked about the top 10, didn't like about the top 10. I got a list. You guys, thank you very much. For those of you in the chat, I got a list of like 100 top 10 ideas already so we there, we've got at least 100 episodes of this show so we're good but first before we jump into the top 10 i gotta tell you something that i need you to be smarter not just you in the chat but like everybody i'm looking at you i need you to be smarter so if you don't know there is a head coach at michigan state his name is mel tucker Mel Tucker, Mel Tucker is in, he's in a lot of, he's in some hot water, if you don't know. First of all, let me tell you about Mel Tucker in the, in the sense of his football, right? Good coach, was getting a lot of offers from some other schools, and they sign him to like a $95 million deal. $95 million deal Mel Tucker signs uh, to stay at Michigan State University. A position that he's had since 2020. But like most people, Mel Tucker, Mel Tucker doesn't think before he does things. And let me explain what I mean by Mel Tucker doesn't think before he does things. Now, if you haven't heard the name, Brenda Tracy, let me give you, I'm listen, I'm just, this isn't about what the show is about today. So I'm just going to give you this much about this. Brenda Tracy was at, was at a point in her life at Marshall and she went through some bad stuff and, and, she, and there was a lawsuit and she was sexually harassed and she won and she took that opportunity. She took that thing in her life that was a negative, let's be honest. And she turned it into a positive. She created a non-for-profit to help people um, 
to help people, you know, uh, learn about sexual harassment and awareness. And sh and she created this non for profit and she started going out on speaking engagements, started going around places, teaching people about, the, you know, the right way to act and all the good stuff. So good, in fact, that Mel Tucker hired her because part of what she was doing was going out from university to university, talking to university kids. And she started and he hired her to come talk to his football team. He hired her to come talk at Michigan State about sexual harassment and consent and all these things. Because, hey, it's a problem in a lot of universities and colleges and, and a lot of workplaces across the country. Heck, across the world. What does Mel Tucker do? Mel Tucker decides, I'm going to take this woman been sexually harassed who is a speaker on sexual harassment and goes around from university to university and I'm going to offer her some gifts not only am I going to offer her some gifts I'm going to ask her and this is this part is documented hey if I wasn't married would you date me If I wasn't married, would you date me? Um. Then continues, continues to send her gifts and create what in his mind is an intimate relationship. She says they were just friends. Okay, this is alleged. We don't know this part yet. We don't know this part yet. And so... He takes that as an invitation to call her up on the phone and masturbate with her while she's on the phone. She says, I didn't ask for that. He says, she absolutely asked for that. And now he's facing a, now he's facing a lawsuit. She's suing him for sexual harassment again. My point is this. My point is this. You cannot put yourself in that situation with that person to be there. That's all I'm saying is be smarter. And now I have to stop this conversation because we have a special guest and it's inappropriate to have this conversation in front of this special guest. Hello. Hi. How are you? Should I not want Do you to want to say hello? Yes. Hello. Fluent Jr. is in the building. This is not the right top 10 for you. Fluent Junior, by the way, is going to bring us his... What's your top 10 going to be? Waters. Top 10 waters. Top 10 wa bottled waters, right? Yes. Like different, like, yeah. like Fiji water, uh, Dasani, type, that type, favorite types of waters. Are we going to have all 10? We're going to drink them and do taste tests? Because uh, I'm thinking we should also do like maybe top 10 fast foods. And we go eat. Like at like McDonald's and Burger King, we could do that, and then like top ten chips. All right, we're gonna do a whole top ten like food stuff. Dasani is last. You got, you got Dasani last as well. Dasani's last. All right, don't look at me. Look at them. They they, they want to see you. All right, say goodnight. Peace. Peace. All right. Yeah, don't don't watch the first. Yeah, don't watch this episode. It's not good for you. It's not good for you. This is an adult version uh, of this episode. So so let's let's jump into the top ten. Oh, of course you want to know about the quizzes, the games, the prizes. Of course, obviously. So this week we're going to do a little bit different than last year. Uh, sorry, this week we're do it different than last week. Uh, we are going to. I'm going to ask three questions throughout the show. Three questions throughout the show. So this is good for people who watch the whole show. If you don't watch the whole show, you're going to miss. I'm going to ask you three questions. I'm going to have you answer all three questions and email them to me. Anthony K at sportsfluent.com. I meant last, yes, I meant last week, Sebastian, not last year. I'm going to get you to email them to me. Um, email them to me at Anthony K at, at sportsfluent.com. Uh, is where you can email me. So there's going to be three questions throughout the episode. Give all three answers in one email. First, if, if there's multiple winners, I'll draw a name out of a hat. Okay, you got all that? All right. That, the boy was fluent junior. All right, so here we go. 
first of all, we need to acknowledge me. We have to. That's that's a necessity of every show. Um, we did that. We need to shout out to our sponsor. A message from the government of Canada. Just saying. All right. I got as you can tell, I got some new uh new buttons um up here. So let's so let's let's jump in. I want to start with uh honorable honorable mention. Honorable the the email again, Anthony K at sportsfluent.com. If you haven't gone to sportsfluent.com, you should. Uh, the blog section is like loaded with a ton of amazing content, but also on the homepage. Uh, if you do any shopping on NFL, um, the NFL shop, the WWE shop, the NBA store, um, you click the links from sportsfluent.com homepage uh, and get like some cool deals on all of that stuff. So if you're buying WWE, NFL, or NBA merch anyways, you might as well go there and, and, and save yourself some money. All right, so here we go. We're jumping. We're going to jump into the top 10, but first I want to give you an honorable mention. Okay, honorable mention. Top 10 convicted athletes. Ray Lewis, as you know, um, long before Ray Lewis uh, was a spokesman for Old Spice, the Baltimore Ravens linebacker, was arrested and charged with murder in February of 2000 following the stabbing death of two men in an Atlanta nightclub. Uh, Lewis eventually pleaded guilty to obstruction of justice uh, and was sentenced to 12 months probation. I'm not spending much time on my honorable mention, but that's the honorable mention, Ray Lewis. All right, so let's dive into the uh, into the nitty gritty. Terrible shot. Here we go. Coming in at number ten. Coming in at number ten. Bam. Do you know the story? Do you know this story? Because if you don't know this story, this story's kind of nasty. So check this out. So this, for those of you that don't know, this is number ten. Oscar. Pistorius, you know, I say everybody's last name wrong, but I think I said this one right. So picture this for a second. Picture, I'm going to take Oscar down for a minute. Picture this for a second. You're laying in your bed. You're laying in your bed. You're sleeping. You're having a nice little nap. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you hear something and you get up. You hear, you hear someone on your toilet. What's your first reaction? It's to shoot them, right? Because there's someone on your toilet. You would never think it was your wife or your girlfriend or for your fiance. No, why the heck would you do that? Well, that's exactly what Oscar did. He said he thought it was a burglar breaking into his house, I guess, to take a shit. Um, and, and shot her dead. By accident. Um... And this is a guy who lost his legs. You know him as the Blade Runner, for those of you that don't. Angie Carr knows Blade Runner. L both legs amputated, obviously got, got the blades um, and, and competed in the Special Olympics and was a superstar for South Africa. So Oscar, was a, he was a uh, Paralympian known as the Blade Runner, was convicted for murder of his girlfriend, Riva, on February 14th, Valentine's Day. So let's keep that in mind. Valentine's Day, he's woken up to someone on his toilet, thinks it's a burglar, shoots and kills them. No chance he thought it was his uh his 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 girlfriend on Valentine's Day. Come on. Uh so it was in his home in South Africa. He claimed he mis mistook her for an intruder. He was found guilty and culpable homicide in 2014. That's what they call it in, in South Africa, uh, which is similar to manslaughter. For those of you in the U.S., uh, the verdict was later appealed. Was later appealed and replaced with a murder conviction in 2015, resulting in a six-year prison sentence. Since then, however, he has been his sentence has been increased to 13 years and five months. Oh, oh, 20. So he's convicted. He gets. He, he gets. I'm sorry, it's it's not funny. It's not funny, but his sentence keeps getting longer and longer because they, they're they're appealing, finding new evidence, uh, and it's just making them look obviously making them look worse. Um, so he is sentenced now to 13 years and five months as of 2017. Um, I'd in the chat just quickly tell me what you think. Did is Oscar guilty? 
did he I, I don't know maybe some of you think he's not I don't know what do you think Oscar Petrois coming in at number 10 oh that's better I make I can make him bigger oh look at that nice sorry I'm just learning all this stuff now guilty all I see is guilty 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 so no no one believes that he's no one believes that he's uh no one believes he's innocent all right let's go in that he's number 10 he's number 10 number nine number nine well we all know these are all convicted so these are all actually they're all i guess definitely guilty number nine do you guys know the story why me why me we do not care i don't know if you know that story so figure skating who knew it was so competitive figure skating so once upon a time there was a skater tanya harding and she really didn't like her main competitor, Nancy Kerrigan. And she wanted to do whatever she could to knock out her competition. So Tanya was convicted in 1994 of attacking rival Nancy Kerrigan. Now, Harding's ex-husband and bodyguard conspired to injure Nancy Kerrigan's knee. They smacked her up with one of those billy clubs. Um... And, uh, and and tried to get her in hopes of getting her eliminated from the Olympics. Harding pleaded guilty to hindering prosecution, but she avoided jail time. She was banned from competitive skating, and obviously we laugh at her all the time. It's actually funny with this one, if you haven't heard of this story before, um, because for all the, you know, what she did was wrong, in terms of Tanya Harding, what she did was wrong, for what all the things that what she did was wrong, um, they make fun of Nancy Kerrigan almost as much, if not more, than they do Tanya Harding. So Tanya wanted to win so bad, her her ex-husband and bodyguard figure out a plan as Nancy Kerrigan's turning the corner, smack her up up on the knee and, and try to knock her out. And and then she obviously lies about it. They lie about it, and that's what she's convicted of. But the funny part is, who do we if you and I don't know for who's old enough to remember this, but who they make fun of? They made fun of Kerrigan for being, she was really whiny. And when she was crying, like, why me? Why me? So I just think it's really interesting that that's who we make fun of. We're actually making fun of the victim in this case. But number nine of top 10 convicted athletes is Tanya Harding. Now it's time for quiz number one or question number one of three. Um, so remember, you're going to give all three answers from the three questions that you get from throughout the show. You're going to email them to Anthony K at sportsfluent.com. Question one, question one. In what year? And these are, oh, just so you know, each, there's going to be three years that are going to be the, all questions are going to be a year. In what year? Was Barry Bonds convicted of perjury or obstruction of justice? In what year was Barry Bonds convicted of perjury or obstruction of justice? All right. Whew. Now it's time. This one's a double decker. Number eight. Number eight is a you get a double dose. You get a double dose uh, for number eight. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. It sure is. It sure is. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. I got to say it twice. Coming in at number eight is my guy. Is the one and only, the original and only LT. Don't call anybody else LT. He is LT. Right here. Lawrence Taylor, that is LT. Okay? Don't call anybody else by that name. It'd be like... Calling someone else MJ. You can't in basketball. You can't do it. You want to call someone in a different sport MJ? No problem. You want to call Michael Jackson MJ? No problem. This is the one and only LT, the greatest defensive player in the history of the NFL, uh, who was convicted in the early 90s of charges related to drug possession. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Um, and tax evasion. Tax evasion. Man, how many times do I have to tell these athletes Pay your damn taxes. These entertainers, pay your damn taxes. They, the worst criminals in the history of the world are, are go to jail 
because of tax evasion. Wesley Snipes tax evasion. It's just, come on, like, think, 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 think. So tax evasion, um, he, he faced accusations of purchasing and using cocaine, which led to his arrest. Additionally, he was convicted of failing to file federal income taxes. Uh, Taylor served a short prison sentence and faced financial penalties. Why he's number seven? It's because it is a long and lengthy list. It's over and over and over again for LT, the one and only, the original LT. He comes in at number, I'm sorry, comes in at number eight. My apologies. So we had uh, Oscar at 10, Tanya at nine, Lawrence coming in at eight uh, with a double dose. I'll give you the before and after because he's been convicted of that. We're going to stick on the theme of uh, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Coming in, my guy, this is one of my favorite baseball players of all time. Um, if you didn't watch baseball back in the day, uh, this one's probably for my baseball fan. This one's for you, Sebastian. Uh, Daryl Strawberry, obviously former uh, Major League Baseball player, multiple convictions, multiple convictions uh, during his career, including drug-related charges, surprise, surprise, tax evasion, uh, most notably in 1995 when he pleaded guilty to tax evasion for not reporting income tax earned from an autograph signing and memorabilia sales. Strawberry served time in prison for his offense and faced financial penalties. That is Daryl Strawberry. If you like baseball, go check out some, go check out some Daryl Strawberry uh, highlights. Dude was a dude was a menace. All right, Daryl Strawberry, Daryl Strawberry. So so far we've done murder, we've done assault, and we've done drugs. Um, that takes us to number six. Number six, man. That's where we're gonna dive. We're gonna dive a little bit deeper into six, five, four, three, two, one. But drugs and taxes. That's been the that's been the motto of the day. So Daryl Strawberry. So we'll take a break. We'll take a break from the top 10 for a second. Um, I want to let, let the chat know if you have NBA, NFL, um, fantasy questions, I want I want to take those too. If you have super chats, send those through. Um, as we go through, um, we're gonna do number six, then you're gonna get quiz question number two. Uh, for our prize draw uh, that you will email to anthonyk at sportsfluent.com. Number six really bothers me. I'm not going to lie. Number six really bothers me, and it bothers me because a lot of times, you know, people tell me this, and um, I don't believe them. And then I sit back and I think about it, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I think I, think I agree with you. Um, and what it is is, how many people have told you I love my dog more than uh, more more than people? Probably heard that a lot. I, I hear it all the time. Uh, in fact, there's a lot of times I, I think I believe it myself. So what this person did, and let's be honest, you're you're probably going to know who I'm talking about here very quickly because he's a former NFL quarterback, was convicted in 2007. I'm going to get in trouble for not having the banner down there. Shout out to all our GOAT members. Um, convicted in 2007 for his involvement in dogfighting operations known as the Bad News Kennels. Bad News Kennels. Uh, he pleaded guilty to federal charges of conspiracy and running a dogfighting ring. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about now? Yeah, you know who it is. So I might as well bring it up. I love this picture, by the way. Um, Michael Vick admitted to financing the operations, participating in, in brutal treatment of dogs and profiting and promoting dogfighting. He served 23 months, faced uh, substantial fines, and the case had obviously a significant impact, obviously on his public image, but also on his NFL career. He would later return um, after serving uh, his prison sentence uh, in 2009, signed with the Eagles, Played pretty good. He played pretty good. He he came back. He uh, went to a Pro Bowl in in 2010. Uh, he continued to play in the NFL for several years uh, with the Jets, with the Steelers, and since and this and maybe this is a good thing, right? Since Vic has become an advocate uh, for animal 
uh, welfare and began working with an organization to raise awareness about the cruelty of dogfighting. He also funded the Michael Vick Foundation, which aims to support at-risk youths. Um, Vic post-prison career uh, was marked with football success efforts and making amends for his dog fighting. So, uh, and actually, I believe he was also an honorary, I believe he was also an honorary um, captain of the Pro Bowl team one year. So Michael Vick comes in at number six. Michael Vick comes in at number six. Question number two is about Number 10, what year, what year was Oscar uh, Pistorius uh, convicted for manslaughter of his girlfriend? What year uh, was he convicted for manslaughter of his girlfriend? All right, let's see. Um, I don't see any super chats, but I will. Let me look in the chat and see um, if there's any good questions in the chat. Or any non-stuff. No, we're good. All right. Here we go. Number five. Number five. Number five. Do you guys watch um, 8 Mile? Eminem? Did you watch 8 Mile? Remember Cheddar Bob? Cheddar Bob shot himself in his leg with his own gun. Do you remember that? Yeah. So did Plexigo Burris coming in at number five. Plexigo Burris coming in at number five. Um, obviously, the former NFL wideout faced a conviction related to an incident in 2008 uh, when he accidentally shot himself in the leg with an unlicensed handgun at a nightclub. In 2009, Cheddar Bob, I mean Plexigo Burris, uh, pleaded guilty to attempted criminal possession of a weapon and received prison sentence of two years. Two years. But but again, I ask the question, much like I tell entertainers and, and athletes um, to pay their taxes, why are you taking out an unlicensed gun? In most of these places, you can carry. There's a concealed carry. You just got to get a license. At that time, Plexico was getting paid. Have your bodyguard carry it. The fact that you had it and you were, you, listen, you're doing something dumb that you shot yourself in the leg, which, and let's be honest, it had severe effects on his career. Like he got two years for shooting himself in the leg. Like that's just dumb on top of dumb, layered on top of dumb. Uh, so Plexico Burris, um, Two years after serving his sentence, Burris did return, however, to the NFL uh, and signed with the New York Jets in 2011. He continued to play professional football for many years with the Pittsburgh Steelers before retiring. Burris has also been involved in charitable work. So we see we're given both sides of the story here, uh, particularly focusing on youth development programs and initiatives aimed at reducing gun violence. Smart, Plexico, smart. His post-conviction career included both football and efforts to give back to the community. So, well done, Plexico Burris, on turning, on turning that around. Plexico Burris, a.k.a. Cheddar Bob. So, you have your first two questions. Um, make sure to email those to anthonyk at sportsfluent.com. The third one will be coming right before the number one. Um, but before we jump into the top I think I want to say, are we top five? No, that was Flexible Burris was number five. So before we get into the top four, pretty good weekend of football. Pretty good weekend of football. I can't wait to start talking about some more about basketball. But I want to know in the chat, uh, since we have a super chat from Angie Carr, um, here we go. Seen any interesting games this weekend? I did. So Angie Carr, for those of you that don't know, is a Packer fan. Um, so let's, 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 let's get the elephant out of the room. Let's get the elephant out of the room. God damn it. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, and we'll get to him in a minute, transferred ownership of the Chicago Bears, my Chicago Bears. I can admit it. He transferred ownership to Jordan Love. And Jordan Love and the Packers did what the Packers have always done uh, to the Bears 
and made them look like they should be a team that's demoted from the NFL. Uh, the Bears' offense looked bad. The Bears' defense looked bad. And the Bears, the Bears' special teams looked bad. Um, and Jordan Love looked good. Now, some of that is the Bears' defense. Uh, I think it's going to make a lot of people look good if you if you play fantasy. Check out some um, anybody who who's playing up against the Bears. That Bears' defense, you might want to add that, start them in your lineup. Jordan Love, Jordan Love looks like a guy who studied under Aaron Rodgers. Uh, for a number of years, and um, I don't know what to say. It hurts. It hurts. I was expecting more. I was expecting better. Um, but if we're being honest, and if you go back and roll the tape of Fluent and Chill, of PC Gridiron, what did I say? The team that should win the NFC North, when I take my favorite team right there, you can see them, whoop, take that bias aside, is, is the Packers. That is what I said. And I, the reason I said it was, I said it's because they have the best rushing attack in the NFC North, and Aaron Jones showed that yesterday, or on Sunday. They have the best defense in the NFC North, and I think the Packers showed that um, on Sunday. And so, there it is. It's still, it's still the Packers' uh, division to lose. Um, and Jordan Love, let, let's see. It's one game. It's one game. But what did Aaron Rodgers get from karma for doing that to my Bears? Well, he is now out for the season with an Achilles injury. And my prediction, even though even though the Jets won that game in dramatic fashion with a walk-off punt return in overtime, like that was crazy that Monday nighter was nuts. Um, my prediction that the Jets won't make the playoffs now that I know that Aaron Rodgers is gone for the season that's looking pretty good. That's looking pretty good. That's all I'm going to say. It's looking pretty good. So, this is all I have to say to Jets fans. You want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Can't handle the truth, which is you're not making the playoffs. Your defense looks fantastic, by the way. Looks fantastic, by the way. All right, let's go. Uh, let's jump into number four. Don't forget, send in, send in, send in your super chats. Um, we will, we will have time at the end of this episode to bring you guys on and talk about anything you want to talk about next week. Next week, top tens. This one's going to be a good one next week. I have recruited a bunch of people from the PC community. I might even invite some of them on. I don't know if they, you know, a lot of them like to talk and they're not gutsy enough to come on but i mean I've, I've invited a bunch of people from the pc community i've gotten all of their nba top 10 lists so i'm going to run through maybe the top five top 10 lists that i got um and we're going to scrutinize the hell out of them um next week so we're going to go back to basketball top 10 lists from the pc community when i say community I don't mean the dudes that you see up here talking every day, you know, blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. I'm talking about from you guys, the people who actually watch the show, the people who actually have super chats, like actual, actual, you actual people. When I say the PC community, not the talking heads, as it were, uh, which maybe I guess I'm one of them. So let's go. Let's go. Uh, where are we going? Number number four. Number four. You're not going to like this one. I'm going to tell you. Like 1 million percent, you're not going to like this one. Because we're going to track and field. Um, this person, this person, track and field athlete, convicted on two main, main offenses. The first one, the first one was doping. And we're going to do, let's be straight. Let's be straight. We're going to do a top 10 PED allegedly or you top 10 PED users allegedly we're gonna do that down the road down the road um oh okay bring all the PC ladies and get their insight on sports that's that that might be a, that might be another one yeah that's a good one um so uh doping in 2007 admitted to using performance enhancing drugs uh, specifically uh, steroid THG, which is, I'm going to try and say this right, but I probably won't, uh, tetrahydrogestronone. There you go. That's as close as I can get um, during the career. 
confessed to lying to federal agents about the drug use. The number two, the number two conviction for this person, so multiple convictions, uh, check fraud for an involvement in a scheme to cash stolen and forged checks. After the conviction, faced six months of prison uh, for the false statements to the federal agents, two years probation for the involvement in the check fraud case, uh, had to return all five medals that were won in the 2000 Sydney Olympics and forfeited all the records from 2000, from September 2000 and onwards. So who is this person? Any guesses? Any guesses on who was convicted on doping and check fraud and lost their medals and all their records from the 2000 Olympics? If you guessed Marion Jones, you would be correct. After being released from prison, Marion retired from professional athletics and pursued a career in, in many things. Actually, in fact, she tried uh, professional basketball, broadcasting, uh, worked as a sports commentator, uh, public speaking, and now addresses issues related to uh, her past mistakes and the importance of making responsible choices. Jones has also been involved in charity work and mentoring youth to help them avoid making the same errors she did. So shout out to Marion Jones uh, for trying to do right after the fact. But I am curious, what do you guys think? We're going to stop and talk about PEDs for a second. Let's stop and talk about PEDs for a second. In every major sport, with the exception of basketball, we've had major drug scandals for PED use. And let's be clear, steroids are not the only performance-enhancing drug. Except for basketball, we've had issues in every other sport, like big-time issues. Obviously, baseball more than others. Um, Mark Cuban came out years back and said that, well, it should be okay. Because the people who use performance-enhancing drugs will always be a step of the head of the people testing for performance-enhancing drugs. And all it does is the people who can get the best ones never get caught. The lower-level people get caught. And, and and it makes it the gap between the top level performers and the bottom just even bigger. So since you can't really catch everybody, you can't test everybody every single day, there is no test that catches them 100% of the time. Is it something that we should just say, hey, if it's legal, go ahead. PEDs and basketball is pointless, isn't it? No, Moses. That's, that's, that is, you know what? We'll take a... Take a pause from our top 10 and we'll, and we'll talk about this one. PEDs and basketball are pointless. No, it's not. Because most people think of PEDs as steroids. Steroids are something that you, you know put into your body and you know, builds you up. And once you stop using them, it goes away. But there's other kinds of PEDs. There's EPO. EPO is, is the drug that kind of goes into your bloodstream. I'm, gonna, I'm overly simplifying it because I know I'm going to get people in the comments going, that's not exactly accurate, Fluent. I know. I'm giving a very high-level, simplified version. EPO goes into your bloodstream, generates a bunch of oxygen, and it, it gives you uh, increased endurance. So someone we're going to talk about in a little bit um, used EPO, right? So endurance. So in, could you not use more endurance in basketball? Of course you can. HGH. HGH is, HGH is something that a lot of athletes, there's because there's different, there's some that are even allowed and some that aren't. HGH is something that, keeps you young keeps you uh gets your recovery time you know gives you uh great speed and endurance and power and and the ability to work harder stronger longer faster recovery time hgh is actually the good side of hgh is it's like it's the fountain of youth it, it allows you to play longer the downside of hgh is it can cause some severe heart disease and two the big thing about hgh is if your body is perfect right? Like if you have nothing wrong with you, HGH makes all the good stuff in you accelerate better, faster, stronger, right? The downside of HGH is it because it accelerates things in your body. And again, I'm oversimplifying it on purpose, um, is it takes all the bad things. So like, let's say you have like a little bit of cancer, it makes it a lot of bit of cancer. You know what I mean? So it can have disastrous, disastrous effects. 
Um, so PEDs absolutely are not pointless uh, in basketball. They can have incredible advantages if done correctly. If and that and that goes back to my original question. And I'm curious to know what you guys think. Is it something that since you can't catch them anyways, like let's just think about this until like 20, I want to say like 15, the NBA wasn't even, and they only random test anyways, but until like 2015 or something, they weren't even doing blood tests. You can't catch HGH. You can't catch an HGH user without doing a blood test. So they're just doing urine. It's you're never going to catch them until 2015. So even now it's random. So, so explain to me how, how you're going to catch them. You're not. And listen, I get it. You don't want to catch them. If I'm the NBA, I don't want to catch them. If my top athletes are doing something to make them better, stronger, faster, and more entertaining, which means more money in my pocket, am I really motivated to catch them? The answer is no. So I tend to side with Mark Cuban on this and say, hey, isn't it better that it's regulated through, let's use our team doctors and make sure that you know we're reducing the risk of harm long-term to our athletes versus, and I know this is, I'm going way back here, versus if you know, if you know the stories, if you know the stories of uh, Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco back in their Bash Brother Oakland A's days, like Jose Canseco and Mark, and I think Mark McGuire uh, eventually admitted to this, like they were shooting themselves up with needles <laughs> in the locker room in the locker room. So like, man, like I'd rather have it administered by my team doctor who knows because let's be, like I say, I always, I always say this. I believe every athlete and they should are pushing the off is pushing the envelope, right? They there. Here's that line. You want to go right up to it as, as much as you can, right? With what you put into your body and how you like, that's how you're going to get the best out of it. So, so, so Angie says, I'd be down for track and field in the Olympics. I bet Usain Bolt could break eight seconds on the juice. So here's an interesting story. And then we're going to get to number three on our top 10 convicted. Ben Johnson, well-known steroid user, ran a, what it was like a 989 or something like that on the juice. So it's, it's not going to make him uh, eight seconds. Like you said, it's not, it's not going to happen. You know, Barry Bonds, people accuse him. I, I, I challenge anyone go use all the steroids you want. You're not going to hit like Barry Bonds because there's still a skill component to this. There's still a training component. You don't just, and all of a sudden you're bigger, stronger, faster than everybody else. Like there's still significant training, effort, skill, talent, etc. that has to go in all this stuff. So Ben Johnson is an interesting one because, and this is un, this is unconfirmed, but it is a story straight from Ben Johnson's coach. So let me let me share the story with you. I believe it was the eighty nine or eighty eight Seoul, yeah, eighty eight Seoul Olympics, where he was caught uh, for using steroids and stripped of his gold medal, and then the gold medal was given to Carl Lewis. So here's the story as Ben Johnson's coach says it. The only reason he got caught is because everybody in that hundred meter was doing it, including Carl Lewis. The only difference was Carl Lewis had a friend in the medical lab and he tipped them off and they tested and caught Ben Johnson and Carl Lewis got the gold. Now, that sounds like sour grapes to me, but I don't know. I don't know. That's all I'm going to say is I don't know. That's the story as it goes. Um, so we're going to do more on steroids. You know, that's one of my favorite topics. Or I shouldn't say we always use steroids, but steroids are very different than there's different kinds of PEDs, not just steroids, but it is one of my favorite topics. I do enjoy talking about it. And we do have, you know, a lot of bits and pieces of stuff for a lot of athletes um, and steroids. But next week, a reminder, top 10, your top 10 NBA players of all time. We're going to take, you guys have sent me a bunch of them. I'm going to take the top five and invite them on to talk about them. So number three, number three, I love this guy. I do. I love, I, he, I, I, I don't know why I like him so much. Um, I always liked him. He was in one of my favorite like comedies, Dodgeball, special guest star. Uh, one one testy. Hey yo, that's true. That's what he has. He's got one ball. That's that's that's, that's all I can tell you. <laughs> Lance Armstrong, my guy, my guy, Lance Armstrong, um, stripped of his, I believe it was seven. Seven Tour de France titles. 
banned from professional cycling for systematic doping. That's the part that's crazy. Oh, sorry. Oh, I, I, I hate to interrupt, but just because you said Chuck Norris in the chat, Chuck, we are going to do a top 10 Chuck Norrises. Top 10 Chuck Norrisisms. Yeah, maybe that's going to be it. Top 10 Chuck Norrisisms. Top 10 Chuck Norrisisms. Um, top 10 Chuck Norrisisms. Uh, I'm not going to give any of them to you now because I don't want to give them away. Lance Armstrong, former professional cyclist, convicted uh, criminal court uh, for the scandal in 2012. He was stripped of his seven... Ah, I was right. Seven Tour de France titles and banned from professional cycling for life by the United States Anti-Doping Agency. That's the USADA, if you don't know. This action came after a lengthy investigation revealed systematic doping during his cycling career. Now, keep this in mind. They didn't catch him until after. Like, he was done, basically. He probably could have got away with it if he really wanted to. After the ban and the loss of his titles, he admitted uh, to doping in a televised interview with Oprah. I'll give you something about Oprah here in a second. Oprah Winfrey in 2013, he faced legal challenges, including lawsuits, seeking the return of sponsorship money. That's the other thing you got to worry about. Um, and defamation claims from individuals he had accused about lying about his doping. In the years following his admission, Armstrong has been involved with various endeavors, including charity work and a podcast. Hey, there we go. Maybe we can get maybe we can get uh, Lance Armstrong to come on and talk about his podcast called The Move. Uh, he also continues to compete in non-professional cycling events, Ironman triathlons, and despite the tarnish of his uh, cycling career, he has remained active in the worlds of sports and advocacy. Um, that's number three on our list. Lance Armstrong. Number two. Number two. This one hurts me. I'm not going to lie. Number two hurts me a little bit. Um, because to this day, I don't I don't believe it. But he was convicted. Oh, and for those of you that don't know, the, these were these were voted on because there's a bunch of good ones you guys are talking about, like Ray Carruth and some others. But these were these were voted on, and that's where where this top ten list came on. It's the ones that got the most votes. Excuse me. So here we go. Number two. Okay. Any guesses on number two? Sammy Sosa. We have not mentioned Sammy Sosa. I think Sammy Sosa is going through enough. Uh, have you seen Sammy Sosa lately? Is uh, he's looking. He is not looking good. Sammy Sosa is not looking good. Here we go. Number two. It's my guy. One of the greatest boxers of all time. And let me just be clear. For those of you that said he's not one of the greatest boxers of all time, we are talking peak. Of course, his the, the, the longevity piece is missing. He had a lot of, after he got good, there was a lot of bad. Um, but this is what I always say I know for a fact. This is what I know for a fact. Um, we don't talk about Chris Benoit, by the way, just in case you're wondering. I saw that in the chat. Um, Muhammad Ali looked me in the eye and said, if the two of them fought at their peak, this man, Mike Tyson, would win. So I don't care what anybody else says, because I got that from him. Okay? So Mike Tyson, why I struggle to put this here, you guys voted him in, so that's why he's here, but I don't want him here. Uh, but the former heavyweight champ, convicted of rape in 1992, served time in prison. Was uh, it was Desiree Washington, an 18-year-old Miss Black America contestant. He was sentenced to six years in prison, served three, served three, uh, before being released on parole in 1995. Like that was, let's be honest, that that really would have been the peak of his career. Uh, after his release, Mike Tyson returned to professional boxing and had a successful career, becoming the undisputed, undisputed. Heavyweight champion of the world. Um, obviously, there was some incidences. Uh, biting Evander Holyfield's ear in a fight in 1997. Uh, Tyson, as you know, 
um, has he actually has a podcast as well. Does everybody? Does everybody have a podcast? His is called Hot Boxing, um, and he's also helping uh, some other fighters. We've seen him do some, you know, some uh, cameos uh, in some movies. He did his one man show, some stand up. Like he's really put himself out there. Um, and even though this, this he was convicted of this uh, back in nineteen ninety two, whenever I think it was nineteen ninety two, what I just said. Um, he has he has been open about his struggles with substance abuse. Um, has made you know trying to maintain sobriety, um, and so you know all the best to Mike Tyson. I don't know. Like I said, it's tough. It's tough because a lot of these a lot of these people I I like I like them a lot. Um, and and hey, this is just a list that was voted on by the people. Um, and so that's that's number that's number two. So here's the last question uh, for those of you that have been good enough to stick around for the whole entire show. Uh, this is question number three. You email me all three answers to Anthony K at sportsfluent.com. I just. The year. What year? What year was the former NFL player? Convicted of armed robbery and kidnapping. In what year was O.J. Simpson convicted? And that is number one. The juice is loose. O.J. Simpson. This has nothing to do. This has nothing to do with the glove fitting or not fitting. But let me just say this. Let me just go back a second. You have an old, crusty glove, dried up blood. You know what happens to it when it gets wet, starts to shrink. It gets all dried up and crusty. And now I put another glove on top of my hand, and you try to tell me to put that glove on. What do you think's going to happen? Like, what a horrible lawyer. Like, that prosecutor clearly has never watched, like, Law & Order. Like, are you, like, dude... So OJ Simpson, though, not we're not talking about that at all. Um, we're talking about his conviction on armed robbery and kidnapping, leading to a prison sentence. He was convicted. Um, yeah, we're not talking about the Nicole Brown Simpson piece and Ronald Goldman, uh, which he was acquitted of. Uh, he had a separate case. This is the one we're we're talking about in the year. That is the final answer. Um, for the three trivia questions that you can send to my email. O.J. Simpson was convicted of several charges, including armed robbery and kidnapping. Simpson and a group of associates entered a Las Vegas hotel room uh, to retrieve sports memorabilia that Simpson claimed belonged to him. During the incident, they used force, which led to charges of armed robbery and kidnapping. Uh, after his conviction, OJ was sentenced to 33 years in prison, but was granted parole in 2017 after serving nine years. Since his release, he has been kept relatively low, uh, making the rare public appearance and engaging in personal project. It is hard to get a hold of OJ Simpson. I'm going to tell you that right now. He's on X, aka Twitter, um, and he posts a lot, especially right now. He's really into fantasy football. I've reached out to OJ. I, I, I respond to almost everything he posts on Twitter, asking him to come on this show and talk about the top 10 reasons he didn't do it. Um, but we have only gotten one, I'll think about it, response, uh, which is still good. I'll take it. I'll take one, I'll think about it, response. Um, but that is all we have so far from OJ. OJ, number one. And the reason he's number one, I think he's number one because so many people know, like he is so high profile. People forget OJ uh, at the time when he was playing, like the best running back, you know, 2,000 yards in a 14-game season. Um, after he retired, he was in like the movie Aeroplane. He uh, was doing like Hertz rental car commercials. Like you saw him everywhere. Like this dude was a celebrity of, of celebrities. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And and just what happened afterward was was truly truly was 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 tragic. Um, so 
you have the three questions. You have Anthony K at sportsfluent.com. Send those three. All the answers correctly will be put in a draw. Um, so let's recap our top. Let's recap our top 10. Um, top 10 convicted athletes coming in at number 10. Oscar, Oscar, let me try that again. Coming in at number 10. You keep terrible shot. I was a terrible shot. Coming in at number 10, Oscar Pesaurus. Number nine, Tanya Harding. Number eight, Lawrence Taylor. Number seven, Daryl Strawberry. Number six, Michael Vick. Number five, Plexico Burris. Number four, Marion Jones. Number three, Lance Armstrong. Number two, Mike Tyson. And number one, OJ Simpson. There is your top 10 convicted athletes um of course as always we want to know your ideas for top tens next week next week we're gonna have five top tens we're gonna have five top 10 lists from five different people throughout the pc community uh if you still want yours can be put in the running send them to me your top 10 um top 10 nba nba greatest players of all time give me your top 10 so we're gonna present five uh if the people are willing we're going to invite them to come on the show and defend their top 10 i'm going to look for the best ones i'm going to look for the ones that i like the most i'm going to look for the ones that are most ridiculous um we're going to try to get a full kind of range of top 10 nba top 10 greatest nba players of all time uh we have three minutes left so here's what we can do for the last three minutes i'm going to send i'll put the link in here if you want to talk NBA, NFL. Hey, if you want to talk about the world champion Germany, uh, Team Germany, the world champs. Um, and don't worry, America, because um, I've said this not once, not twice. Um, but they sent in, they sent their C team to these FIBA world championships. Um, so uh, you, you know, the fact, you know, don't be surprised that you lost. I wouldn't feel too bad about it. Um, we have, so we could talk about that. We could talk about LeBron James. Uh, it's so funny when he said he was recruiting uh, Steph Curry and Damian Lillard, and uh, I thought he was recruiting them to the Lakers. But no, he was he was he's recruiting them for Team USA. All that, all that, just because of Dylan Brooks. All of that because of. Top ten alien UFO cases. Oh, I like that one too. You know, you know, I'm, I'm all about the aliens and the UFOs. You know what's interesting? We got a couple minutes. What I find super interesting about that is that the C team can't beat Dennis Schroeder. No, they can't. So, okay, maybe I'll go on a, on a different tirade. Um, yeah, I would, let me go on that one. What you guys don't understand in the NBA, the NBA isn't basketball. The NBA isn't basketball. Not like the world knows basketball. The NBA plays this like funky, can get away with being athletic. Um, you know, you can take 75 steps. Literally, I'm going to show you a clip. I don't know if I, I, I hope I have it here just handy to show you, but I'm going to show you a clip of something so ridiculous and it's not traveling. Um, because if you are still in your dribble, there's no limit to how many steps you can take in between in between a dribble. So like if you're dribbling the ball and you take four steps as you're going boom, boom, like as you're dribbling it, it's not a travel. In the NBA, the rest of the world plays by FIBA rules where you can't take a step before you dribble, right? You can't do like there's so, you can't palm the ball. Like there's so many different things that the NBA does for entertainment purposes that the rest of the world doesn't do and when you see them the reason they have trouble even their c team which is still top you know 30 in 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 the nba players um they're going to struggle because they don't play this kind of team oriented FIBA rules basketball it's different it's harder to score it is it's, it is a very very different game um than what they play in the nba so i i don't have it i'll have it for you next time but or maybe, you know what, I don't even care. I know there's another show that's supposed to start, but it's about the Dallas Cowboys. And listen, after they drubbed 
uh, the Giants 45 nothing. Um, we can go. We can go a little bit late. I do have it. So check this out. Check this out real quick. Check this out. Did you see that? Did you see that? That's not a travel because his dribble is alive. His dribble is alive. That's an only in the NBA. Only in the NBA is that not a travel. That is just damn ridiculous. So on that note, I bid you adieu. Until next week, now you're more fluent. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one.